Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's know what's going on. You got a list of Hall of Famers. You're wondering who's going to – well, Jimmy Johnson is going to lead that thing. And, and But it's about New Hampshire right now. Yes. We had the big, we had the big cities at Chicago. We had Atlanta. But what is it about this, U, this, this New Hampshire track that makes it a little bit unique? Dustin, as we welcome Dustin Long from NBC. Welcome us this morning. Hey, uh, it's great to be with you guys. And I'll tell you what, uh, every Sunday is a NASCAR Sunday, and every Sunday should be a James Brown Sunday is what I say. That, I'll tell you what, <laughs> you got me fired up with that music. I am ready to take on the world right now. That's so. my boy. That's We know what we're doing here. Well, you, you had to make uh, a, a serious left turn from Atlanta to Loudoun. But I understand yeah, you. that was very smooth, Sam. <laughs> See the fun we have on Sunday mornings with you, Dustin? Go ahead. You betcha. Well, thoughts about, um, you know, after after the night race here, you going up there and that. Boy, I saw that you – it's pretty hot there. Uh, I saw some some uh, some heat-related distress for some drivers and crew members yesterday uh, during the Xfinity Series race. Yeah, it was uh, really warm. It's, it's been really humid up here all weekend. And uh, so it's uh, it's been a challenge for for these guys for sure, and and, and it was tough for some of the Xfinity drivers. And those cars can get pretty hot in there, and and uh, yeah, it was you know pe- just walking around, you just really felt the humidity here. So it, it felt like being in the South in a way, because normally it's nice to come up here to New Hampshire, and it's a little bit cooler temperature, and you kind of get away from the heat wave. But uh, it it followed them, it followed NASCAR up there. Yes, at least here yesterday with the Xfinity. You know, you were asking about this, uh, what makes this track unique, and it's, it's a little, it's a 1.058 mile track, and the thing about it is, you know, like you guys know with Atlanta, the high banking here at New Hampshire, it's just very low banking, so um, it's as much about, you know, getting off the accelerator, getting onto the brakes uh, to get into the corners, and then, you know, getting off, uh, and then getting on the accelerator off the corners, but it's just really kind of a rhythm type of racetrack for a driver where you're on off the gas on off on off on the brakes and things like that and so that's part of the of the challenge of this track but without as much banking it's it, uh, it you know you can't go as fast and you've got to be a little bit more creative in how you make your moves and how you how you pass people dustin long again from nbc joining sam and greg sports radio <laughs> 92 9 the game 92 9 the game.com the question down here is what is up with chase elliott in this season if you had to um you know, give us your thoughts on what this season has been for him. How would you describe it? Well, you know, it's really funny. I, I, I asked him yesterday, I, and he was kind of, you know, there was a lot of the Hendrick drivers other than William Byron really struggled. 
uh, in qualifying. And this is not one of the better places for Hendrick Motorsports, uh, even though, you know, Chase Elliott finished second in this race last year. And I asked, you know, how perplexing uh, is what's happening, you know, at least this weekend to the team. And Chase tells me, he's like, hey, I'm just a perplexed person right now. So uh, they are trying to figure it out. And, you know, he even talked about it, like, look, you know, yeah, we finished second here last year. And I'm not really sure how we did it. And so he's trying to figure things out. And, and again, he, he's confused. And, and this is a guy, he was one of three drivers who got to take part in a tire test a few months ago and said, hey, felt really good about how things went during that tire test. Felt like it would carry over here. And it, and it quite hasn't yet, at least in, in qualifying. So um, starting 18th, um, you know, this is, it, it's not impossible for him to win for sure. But, uh, you know, he certainly not, doesn't appear to be one of the strongest cars at least going into the race. And we'll see what kind of changes uh, crew chief Alan Gustafson makes uh, overnight into today and what the crew does and what they can do in terms of pitch strategy. And maybe they can put themselves in a position. I think what was it? Eric Almarola won a couple of years ago here from starting from like 22nd or something like that. So um, it, it doesn't mean it's the end of the day for Chase, but he's got some work to do today. That's for sure. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning. I'm spending some time with Dustin Long, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Dustin Long, at Dustin Long. This is with NBC's coverage of NASCAR coming up later today. Uh, where Christopher Bell is on the pole for the uh, Crayons 301 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I, I want to ask you about, about Michael Jordan's crew, the, 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 uh, the Jordan Hamlin crew, 2311. It seems like they're struggling some. You wrote something about it as well. Um, they, you know, they both will look like they're in good shape for the playoffs, and they've kind of done some sliding backwards like, you know, lately. Talk a little bit about Tyler Reddick and Bubba Wallace. Yeah, you mentioned the 2311 racing team that's co-owned by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin uh, that has Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick on the team. You know, Tyler Reddick's won a race earlier this year at Circuit of the Americas, the road course in Austin, Texas. Uh, so he's secured a spot in the playoffs. Bubba Wallace hasn't. Now, you know, first of all, let me take a step back. Let's go back to May. And remember in May where Bubba Wallace had three consecutive top five finishes. And if you add in the all-star race at North Wilkesboro, he had four consecutive top five finishes. And it was like looking like, man, you know, that team has really turned the corner. Bubba's putting himself in a really good position. This is a guy that's going to make the playoff. Uh, you know, they take, uh, you know, they take 16 drivers to the playoff. He was 15th in the points. He's fallen to 17th now because in the last five races, he has not finished better than 15th in a race and lost points to other people. Tyler Reddick, like uh, you're talking about, um, you know, he's a, he, he is in a playoff position, but, you know, he's also struggled the last five races. He hasn't finished better than 27th. So these two guys between them have not finished better than 15th in the last five races, and that is a long time in this sport. And, you know, Bubba, I, I talked to Bubba this week about it and this weekend. And, you know, one of the things he was saying, he goes, he somebody goes, this week was a big reflection moment for everybody on the 23 team, on his team, on how we need to execute better. He was telling me, he goes, mistakes at this point in the season, there's really no excuse for it, whether it's my fault on the track or the crew's fault in preparation. We just have to be better as a team moving forward to even think about, think about the playoffs. And I talked to Denny Hamill, like I said, one of the co-owners, up uh, and asked him about you know this team and he says everyone has got to be better for sure and he says I'd say when you look at how we break it down the team certainly needs to take the biggest jump forward on performance if we do that I think our drivers are good enough to do it so 
Um, and for Tyler Reddick to talk about, they've just been making mistakes, and it's not been the same mistake over and over. It's been something different, and that's frustrating. So we got to clear that up. So, you know, I, I tell you what, um, this is a team I would certainly keep an eye on in, in this race here at New Hampshire. Tyler Reddick started six, is going to be starting six. Bubba Wallace will start eight. Bubba finished third in this race last year. This is a team. Is this is this is this a race for this team that can be a turnaround type of race and get them back going in the right direction? Seven races remain until the playoffs. Start to build that momentum uh, before you go into the postseason and, and maybe try to make your championship run. So um, this is this is these are two guys that I'm certainly going to keep an eye on uh, in this race this weekend. Dustin, I have uh, taken a step back and looked at this sport from from my height and and and. and looking at the changes that have happened post-pandemic, and I don't, is this a conscious effort by NASCAR to make this, the, the, the season and the schedule just as interesting as it can be, not just for the viewer, but also the drivers? Here's what I'm talking about. The last three weeks, they went from a streak race to high banks here in Atlanta. Now you talk about low banks. you got, you got Pocono coming up around the corner. you got another road course coming up, Watkins Glen. This ain't your daddy's NASCAR. There are some obvious changes, and they seem like they're on purpose to make this sport just completely different. It ain't about all left turns the way it used to. Is it's again? Is this something that you've noticed, and also that, that they're trying to do? They're trying to give the viewer and 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 the you know the the the, um, the driver something different. It seems like every week. Well, yeah. I mean, you look back to the, just in the, within the last couple of years. Uh, you know, NASCAR has uh, raced inside a stadium. When you think about the the clash right, at yeah. the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum to yep. kick off the season, the last two years in February. I mean, who would have ever thought you put stock cars and you could you could build a quarter mile track inside a stadium that has also hosted NFL, Major League Baseball, the Olympics, and everything else? So um, they've done that. They've raced a couple times on the dirt at Bristol. Uh, you've got, like you said, the, the Chicago through the streets of Chicago. Um, they've added some other different tracks, uh, the Worldwide Technology Raceway at, uh, in St. Louis. Um, and you know, and I know there's there's the potential talk of you know, obviously NASCAR wants to to go international. Um, there's talk about you know potentially racing in Montreal as soon as next year. So that would take uh, the Cup Series across the border into Canada. You know, they're certainly looking at some other uh, other different options for down the road, and it's something that NASCAR wants to do. But, yeah, they're, they're making it more challenging. And, again, you know, Atlanta just a couple of years ago was not, uh, you know, it, had been re- it was reconfigured a couple of years ago and repaved. So, it's a, I mean, in essence, it's a new Atlanta. So, um, even the left-hand turns are different nowadays uh, in this sport because things keep changing. And I think you're going to see more changes than I you know, uh, obviously, you talk about road courses that are coming up. You mentioned Watkins Glen. One of the other ones is the Indianapolis road course. Um, I would not be surprised if next year the Cup cars are back on the oval at Indianapolis. Next year would be the 30th anniversary since the inaugural Brickyard 400. There's actually going to be a Goodyear tire test on the oval uh, next month. So everything's kind of pointing toward that direction to, you know, to returning to the oval there. So there's 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 a big there's a lot of dynamics going on a lot of changes going on in the sport and it is it is really kind of a, a fascinating schedule and and it, it takes you to a lot of different places and challenges the drivers in a lot of different ways and look I, I, as a sports fan I want to see my athletes my teams challenged because you know for me when I'm watching sports you know 
I can't do the things that these guys do, and I want to see them do it at the elite level. And to get there, they have to be challenged, whether it's the receiver you know, being put up against the, the, the great defensive back because I want to watch that matchup and see who's going to come out of it and, can, and watch that receiver elevate his game to, to make the catch, to make the winning play. Or it's the, the basketball player you know, being guarded by somebody and, and really elevating their game and, and, and taking it to another level. And, and to me, that's one of the things that makes just sports in general so much fun to watch is watching, in essence, ordinary people do extraordinary things. And, um, you know, that's what I'd say about, you know, athletes in football, basketball, baseball, hockey, whatever, and even the athletes in NASCAR. Um, yeah, I can drive a car, but I'll tell you what, there is no way in the world I can do what they do. Even on a track like here at New Hampshire where the speeds are down, uh, there's no way I can go into those corners that fast. Uh, I'll tell you what, I am going to be. Uh, you know, real slow when I do that, and everybody would pass me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Long, NBC, joining us here. I, I want to piggyback on that because I absolutely believe that the changing nature of NASCAR happened when the France family sold sold it, and the changes that we have uh, seen, some of them by you know by the fact that we had this pandemic, but the changes that we've seen, the courses, the races that we're now watching in 2023, I think that this is one of those sports that may start to have people come to it as opposed to we used to see Tony Stewart. He'd, he'd do a race and then he'd go drive an Indy car. Right. And we've seen guys go drive F1 cars. I think it's the reverse right now. I think we're going to see some of these guys because of the courses that we've seen, you know, maybe the Lewis Hamiltons, maybe some of the other guys, some of the Indy drivers will want to come and race NASCAR. And and I just think the long-term success of this of this uh, of this business change, well, like I said, when the France family stepped aside. Do you see it that well, way? Let me, let me, let me, let me step the correct one thing. The France family still runs the sport, so uh, they, they, they moved in. I see the track that they own. They, they, they became a part of NASCAR. But, I, you know, you talk about this dynamic with the schedule, and really, you know, the, one of the guys that's really been the architect of this is Ben Kennedy, who is, you know, the uh, uh, you know grandson of, of – uh, of, of the founder, Bill France Sr. So, uh, you know, it's still in the family. I thought they sold off. Of I thought things. they sold off like four billion a few years back. What, what, what am I thinking? No, of? no, that was me. I, I sold off my industry and business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm actually, I'm actually talking to you from an island. So no. <laughs> but no, I mean, look, you're, you're right. It's like it, it, it's been this dynamic change. But, I mean, the France family's still been a part of it, and they're still doing things about it. But it, it, it is, uh, you know, like I said, there is this new dynamic with the sport, and it is going to different places. It is doing different things, um, and it is trying to reach out and try different things. I mean, look, you know, the last couple Sundays were Sunday night races, you know, the Chicago race and the Atlanta race. Now, you know, part of that was to because of how, you know, you talk about how hot it is and how hot it was down in Atlanta to kind of help the fans so – you know, they can kind of enjoy it into the evening. Obviously, it's a little bit later start time type of thing. Um, but it, it you know, also, you know, hopefully keeps the fans out of the heat a little bit longer than what they would be if you're sitting out there, you know, for a 1 o'clock start and just baking in the stands. But also one of the things it does is obviously you guys know, um, you know, for us at NBC, we have Sunday night football, you know, number one show, uh, primetime show on television, number one show on television. And, you know, why is that? Because everybody's got the time Sunday night to watch that before they start the work week. And, and look, you know, at NASCAR, we, uh, you know, what they've, they've done for the last couple of weeks, a little Sunday night NASCAR. And, and the ratings were just unbelievable for the Chicago race. 
um, and 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 the audience and the market and the the market share of the value and the viewership in Chicago was 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 as high as we've ever seen for for a NASCAR race, or at least in a long time, I should say. So that's that's something also is just kind of you know trying to reach out um, and, and and reach out to a wider audience, you know, do the things with the different tracks, challenge the drivers in the different ways, but also you know. Are there ways to reach out to new fans and do different things? And that includes a little Sunday night racing. Now, I, you know, here at New Hampshire, they don't have life. Well, no, we're not doing Sunday night racing. It's a, it's a Sunday afternoon. Next week, the Poconos, a Sunday afternoon uh, race as well because they don't have life. So you don't do it everywhere. But, again, it's, it, it's, it's, I think it's an interesting concept. And, again, it, it's something that changes that schedule up, gives you a little bit more variety, diversity of different things. Um, and, it's, and it's always not the same thing. And, and again, you know, if it's – if baseball is the same thing time after time, I don't know, you know, I want to watch or any other sport for that matter. Um, and so it's, it's good to kind of change things up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they're doing with a great deal of success and we're enjoying it. We're looking forward to coming up later today. Uh, what, what you got coming up for us? What are we watching for when the coverage comes on today, Dustin? Yeah, well, it'll be on uh, USA Network uh, for today's race. We've got our countdown to green at 2 p.m. Eastern on, on USA, and then we'll have the cup race following that, and then our post-race show on USA and also Peacock. We do the post-race shows on, on Peacock. Um, and also, I guess I should mention with, with Peacock is that we've got um, the IndyCar race from Toronto today. Um, I want to say it's like 1.30 or so, and it's exclusively on Peacock. Uh, so, you know, a chance to check out the IndyCar series as well and 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 you guys are talking about uh uh just about the drivers coming over to to nascar and and back and forth but don't forget you know next year's indianapolis 500 kyle larson uh you know great nascar driver will will race will compete in the indy 500 and and just this week he was racing in eldora at eldora speedway in rossburg ohio uh he was in that that's about million dollar to win sprint car race on Thursday night and uh, was involved in an accident was eliminated there. And then uh, last night they had the Kings Royal, which pays $175,000 to the winner. I mean, these are, these are among the elite major uh, sprint car races among the major sprint car races in the country and finished fifth in that. So, you know, he qualified here yesterday, flew out to Ohio race last night back what? here today and, getting ready to go racing anything with four wheels man anything with four i wheels realized what my today. hiccup was because it was the merger i thought was the sale yeah. answer. see yeah. i'm not completely stupid i'm just halfway stupid because i <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it was you're, the yeah it was you're the, good man it's it was the, good yeah it was the merger with international speedway corporation speedway. yeah ah, yep. okay i can sleep well tonight I just I just didn't have all the information. <laughs> hey, hey, put hey, put some more James Brown on James Brown Sunday. I'll make you feel good, and your worries will go away. There you Man, go. we love I this feel, dude. I feel good. So uh, yeah, we ain't hanging around him for nothing, right? Dustin, thanks so much for joining <laughs> us this morning, man. Thank you, Dustin. All right, have a great one, guys. Appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.